Oh, let me tell y'all a story about a man called Ted. He loves the multiplayer gaming podcast. He liked it so much, he now supports the show. He got some extra content now, he's having a blast. Hey guys, Michael here. If you're enjoying the content you get on this podcast, consider being like Ted. You can support the show and get bonus content by going over to MultiplayerSquad.com. We're an independent podcast, and we'd sure appreciate it. Now, on to the show! Hello, everyone! Welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. We are three dads who love to game, and we release new episodes every Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. Today is Thursday, which means we are going to cover This Week in Gaming. Please make sure to rate our pod five stars and leave a written review. Come toss us a follow on socials at MultiplayerPod. And if you like what we do here and enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We are funded by our listeners, and even if you just sub for a month or two, it really does make a difference. Uh, plus, if you are a Patreon supporter, you will get early access to all of our episodes a day early, and you will also get two bonus episodes every month that are recorded by all three of us. So if you want to go check that out, you can head to MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, I am your host, Paul. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts. First up, I know he's a big Warcraft fan, and we had some news this week about a new Warcraft mobile game coming out. I'm not too sure how he feels about it yet. It's Michael. Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> I do love me some Warcraft. Uh, you know, EverQuest Lite. It was a good game. Um, but uh, let's 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 get into this to see how I really feel about this this here this here deal. Welcome to the show. I wondered if you were gonna come straight in with the brand Bronzebeard being that Warcraft will be one of the topics today, but I see you're saving it, which 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 I totally get. Play my new mobile game. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> there it is. And second up, he's already on the prowl, keeping his eye out for a vampire castle to raid next week. It's Josh. I in my head, I'm literally going, please let me be the vampire. Please let me be the vampire. Please let me be the vampire. Come on, Paul. Yep. You know me well enough. Let me be the vampire. And you didn't let me down, Paul. He's a huge Twilight fan, everybody. It's uh, Josh. Uh, I do actually like the Twilight movies. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Uh, I think they're good movies. And I've always been a fan of monsters and stuff like that. And you give me a movie about vampires and werewolves. <laughs> and, and, and your game you know, I, i'm probably yeah I, i'm probably gonna enjoy it <laughs> fair I, enough I, I got no shame in that his first character name is gonna be edward cullen oh uh, no. that would be pretty great <laughs> i would it's gonna be edward that. mullet and i'm gonna give my vampire a mullet oh yes <laughs> wonderful so if this is the first twig episode that you've ever tuned in for when we talk about this week in gaming sometimes we talk about what games we've been playing in our personal lives sometimes we talk about recent gaming news josh you mentioned that you picked up something new this week i have no idea what it was what have you been playing this week so kind of like my brain did with with weird west every now and then i don't know if you guys do this but my brain will see a game and it won't stop thinking about that game right and i'll add it to my wish list and i'll stare at it for a little while and i'll go yeah i'm not gonna spend 40 dollars, but i'll just and, but then once or twice a week i'll go back at my wish list i'll look at that game my brain will be like we want it. It's my precious. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, nah, dude, it's 40 bucks. You're playing a lot of games right now. You don't have time. And then finally I broke down. I picked it up. It's a game called King Arthur Knight's Tale. Oh, okay. Just came out. 
It is a tactical turn-based strategy game based on the Arthurian legends with a neat twist. You play as uh, Morgana. Wait, no, Morgana's the girl. You, Mordred. You play as Mordred. Uh, and King Arthur is actually the evil guy. Really? So you get to be kind of like an anti-villain and you have to go after King Arthur. So it's very neat in that regard. Uh, mostly just tactical turn-based combat, which I absolutely love. But then you do get Camelot and you have to kind of build Camelot up, which gives your characters perks. So you've got this kind of city, not base building, but like city management type thing to where you can upgrade the round table and you can upgrade the merchants and that unlocks new stuff and all that too. So it's a, it's, it's, I'm loving it, man. I've been cracking out on it the last few days. Just picked it up. Super glad I did. If we were doing quick takes anymore, I might do a quick take on it, but it's getting a recommendation <laughs> for me so far because I'm having a blast with it. No, that's awesome, actually. I, I had heard of that game and looked at it, and I was not sure if I was going to pick it up, which is surprising because I don't have a wish list because I um, have a problem. <laughs> you just have the Steam store. I just, just I, I unfortunately <laughs> just buy the game and say I'll eventually play that game. But um, I, I, I did hear about that, and I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to now probably check it out because of your recommendation, which I think is, I think is cool. So awesome. And I love Arthurian stuff as well. So I'm all I do about too. that. Yeah. I do too. And you get to, you, you meet all these knights, you get to recruit them. I just had like Lady Guinevere in my party for a mission, which was really cool. Um, I, I was very much on the fence because it is like $45. Uh, and I, I was like, this seems like my kind of game, but. And then I started playing it. And I was like, oh, okay. This is my kind of game. This game's great. Does it have Lancelot? Uh, it, I think so. I, I'm, I haven't have met him yet. I'm not that far in it yet. One thing I do like is that there is a morality system. So there's a morality system and a faith system. So you can be a tyrant, which is like you just make all these evil choices, and then you can be a I don't know a king maybe or something, which is the good choices. Obviously, I don't know which one that is because I'm going full tyrant. And then you also have you you have your religions. So you have the old faith, and then you have Christianity. And so I am going as much tyrant and old faith as I can, because what happens is as you move down those axes, I just unlocked a mission to recruit the black knight. Ooh. So now because I'm a tyrant and I, and I'm old faith based, the black knight has become available for me to go do a mission and, and possibly recruit where I think Lancelot is. If you're good and Christian, you get to go get Sir Lancelot. And, stuff, uh, so. and also the black knight, uh, infamously, it's just a flesh wound. Exactly. Yes. That's why. That's honestly why I went that route. Hundred percent. Is I was like, I gotta recruit the Black Knight, man. I was gonna say I was definitely operating on the same wavelength as Michael because I was gonna <laughs> ask if the if the knights who say knee are in it. Yeah, oh, I dude. If the, just let there be a side quest with that. Throw yeah. it in there. It would be so amazing. Holy hand grenade. Yeah, just, just yeah, a couple oh, of man. references. That's all you need. Now uh, I have one to of watch my that characters. Movie. One of my characters actually has been searching for the Holy Grail, uh, <laughs> which I mean is in Arthurian legend, so it is kind of on point. But it's just funny because that's all it makes me think about is Monty Python. I'm still gonna give yeah. it two points for an Easter egg. Yep, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it counts. Well, that's very cool, Josh. Sometimes it helps having that just single player game to balance out whatever we're doing on the show. Uh, you are a smarter man than me. Because I still play Hearthstone on oh. a daily basis. Are you going to talk about your your? Yeah, oh. just just briefly. Uh, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time about it. Oh no, we got to spend lots of time. All right, on this and also no, I want guys. We don't need to talk about this. Also, I need to interrupt the show right now because uh -huh. anybody who's listening right now needs to go back and just record 
out of context, whatever you hear, the fact that Paul just said, you are a smarter man than me. Um, yes. And let's just keep that and make a sound bite out of it. You want. Put it wherever we want. <laughs> yes. I say that in my head all the time. No. As it's like Paul's a meme. It's it. a meme template. Yeah, just on a platter. Go, go for it. Yeah. So Hearthstone, <laughs> I started playing and I finished seventh or eighth, like five games in a row. It was just like a horrendous slide. I was losing SR like mad. And like the first three or four games, it was really like irritating where I was getting mad and I was like <laughs> anger smashing to play the next game. I'm like, I'm not leaving after that game. And I'd hit play and it would happen again and again. And then after like the fifth one, it just started getting a little funny. And so I started posting about it in Discord. I was like, guys, I've lost like 700 SR in the last hour. And then I was like, guys, I just finished eighth again. <laughs> and then I'd play another game. I'm like, guys, I finished seventh out of eighth. And it just kept happening. I lost a full 1000 SR in a single play session. And I was just sort of like live tweeting my failures for you guys out there. I don't really know what to say other than it, it love large numbers, right? Like you're going to go on hot streaks. You're going to go on cold streaks. This was like getting into an ice bath. For 90 minutes. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm already looking forward to the new season. I mean, uh, they're going to be removing buddies, which I think is great. They're adding Naga as a new tribe. I just have my eyes set. If my SR tanks, that's fine. It'll just let me enjoy more wins when the new season comes. So the season is essentially dead to you at this point. Basically. You're like, I'm yeah, done. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, I have not uninstalled Hearthstone, but I think I might just leave it until there's the next season the next update and then i might hop back into it at that point it's really just like a soft rage quit a real soft rage quit. yes yeah yes. okay it's very very soft it was the softest rage quit ever <laughs> it was it was actually pretty comical because paul's not joking when he started sharing the all of the losses and almost like you said like live tweeting it where he's like well yeah. there's a seventh place oh i'm i'm down 500 sr which stands for skill rating for those that don't know uh, which is a lot. And, and that's it, like the point of the game, <laughs> right? The point of the game is to get a high skill rating, right? Like It, it is. I mean, it's kind yeah, of like a badge of honor. I okay. mean, it, yeah. And the thing is, is that the game will rank you against people of your skill rating. So, you know, the higher you climb, the tougher the competition gets. Um, isn't it funny, though? I was thinking about this because I... I've had a bad like three nights of Rocket League. I've been playing some duos with Andy. My timing is off. I just, you know, I've been tired and stuff like that. And poor Andy is just carrying me, which is not normally the case. Normally, I carry Andy. If you're listening, Andy, yes, I carry you. Uh, and if he's not, then I carry Andy. Um, but man, the last three probably days of Rocket League have just been terrible, man. Just terrible. I can't do anything right. I can't hit the ball. I can't score goals. I can't defend. And it's like, I don't know what causes that in video games. And then it's like when you start playing bad, you start trying harder. And then I think it makes that, it worse. I think it makes it worse. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> and does. All because mm -hmm. we care about a stupid number or a stupid ranking. Like I'm down to diamond. I was champion. I'm down to, I'm almost diamond two at this point because I'm on this just slump. And it's like the game is fun. Even if I lose, it's like, okay, well, it's a fun game. But I'm losing my rating, guys, and that angers me. And it's like, why do we put so much on a number or like an icon, you know, to show like something like that? Because right. if we didn't, losing is just part of gaming. Like it's gonna happen. But yeah, I don't know. It's just weird how we get mentally invested in that. Yeah. Just one of those super cold streaks. At one point I messaged you guys and said, 
that I was just going to go the George Costanza route from Seinfeld oh. <laughs> when he decides to do everything completely the opposite in life. Because he says, any, every decision I've ever made is wrong. All of my instincts are wrong. I'm going to do everything the opposite. And uh, I was getting very close to just doing that with Battlegrounds. It's like, I hardly ever play like Death Rattle comps. So let's just go for it. Like, who cares? Anything to get out of this rut. Oh, man. So, yeah, Josh, you and I, some uh, epically bad... That's, uh, that's why, streaks. That's my why goodness. Went, it's why I went with a single player game. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I can't suck in this, at least. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's hop into some of these news stories from this week. I think the biggest news story that we absolutely have to talk about is Warcraft Arclight Rumble. Now, we knew that there was going to be a mobile game based in the Warcraft universe. We knew that the reveal was coming here this week. It has now come out. I think what most people are kind of honing in on is that it is not a tower defense game, but a tower offense game. Uh, I think if you've played, if, (laughs) right. If you, if you have played any of the Supercell games, I feel like this, you can kind of just plug it in. It looks an awful lot like the other games that they've made, but none of us have talked about this yet. What are your guys' thoughts about Arclight Rumble? All right. So I am famously not a mobile gamer, and I world have watched famously. a world famous. Yes. Thank you, Michael. Um, I have watched many a video. I have read many an article on this Warcraft arc like arc light rumble because I like most Blizzard games. Blizzard's a good developer as far as making video games go, and it's kind of like, well, is this the game that's going to get me into mobile gaming? Because it seems like it's very well done. Like I, I don't have a lot of mobile games to compare it to, but it's got that Blizzard polish. It's got that Blizzard kind of humor and cutesiness when they want it, a la Hearthstone. Highly stylized. Um, right, yeah. yeah. Very, very heavily stylized, actually. And so I watched all these videos. I watched a developer diary where they actually explain what the gameplay is and stuff like that. <laughs> and... You know, I was like, cool, they these guys really put a lot of work into this. I could care less. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's that, oh think, thank you. I think it looks so dumb, man. That, <laughs> like it might be fun. I'm not saying that the game might not actually be a lot of fun. And I may, even for the sake of the podcast, give it a try since it will be free to play. You know, it and and Maybe we do a free-to-play mobile game deep dive for the oh, first no. time ever so that I'm forced <laughs> into playing this game. I might actually enjoy it. Like th- I do think that there is a huge potential for it to be fun. But man, from an outside perspective, I could not care less about this game. I, I don't like that Blizzard's trying to go the mobile gaming route. We just talked about how famously they, they're doing Diablo Immortal. And the what? You guys don't have phones line? And it's like, well, now here they are trying to develop more and more mobile games. I will say this too, not to sound curmudgeon-y, but I heard one of the big selling points is that they have over 60 minis, 60 little mini character things that you can get. And they look like little heroes or something like that. And when I hear 60 minis that you can obtain, all my brain hears is, oh, that's how they're going to monetize the game. You're only going to get 10 that you can actually play, and then they're going to have 50 that they want you to buy. 
you know, and so my brain just kind of writes it off from the very beginning. And that may be wrong. I, I'm fully aware of that, but that's that's kind of how what I what I think when I look at this game. It, it's so funny because when you started that whole thing out, you know, you're like, hey, you know, I'm world famous world famously not you added the world part because you know you're world famous um but you started out as like hey i'm not a mobile gamer this and that and it sounded like there was going to be like a however comma this one looks and then when you were like you were like i couldn't be less excited i also watched all the developer videos and the stuff i probably spent like 40 minutes today trying to trying to just ingest everything i could on this game and i was like i would have rather spent 45 minutes i don't know clipping my toenails or something i could not <laughs> care less about and i get it blizzard listen we get it you like money that's great and and i know it's free to play but obviously what the point that josh just made free to play means pay to win that's what i hear i don't hear free to play i hear pay to win um because there's gonna be things you gotta buy with the real money and all that fun stuff and yeah i do like the fact that it is stylized like like blizzard stuff i've always liked blizzard's blizzard's work with that they've got a nice look to it their games always are polished and stuff but um i don't know if i'm gonna play a mobile game uh i would probably just try playing hearthstone or do gwent or something like that you know if i'm gonna do something like that all right like something card based maybe yeah probably so, so- so, now, Paul, you're the mobile gamer. Give us an actual gamer's take. Yeah, on let's this. hear it. Well, that was going to be part of my question. Like, Michael, do you do any gaming on your phone or do you just have so many games purchased for your computer <laughs> that you don't even think about mobile? The closest to mobile gaming that I get is I pre-ordered the uh, the Steam. Um, what is it called again? We just talked about it. The, a couple the Steam Deck. Yeah, yeah. I, I pre-ordered a Steam Deck. That's the closest to mobile game that I really get. Um, I think I played um, Snake on my old Nokia 6220 Nokia. <laughs> in 1997. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did that. So uh, yeah, I do. I do a lot of mobile gaming 25 years ago in theater class when I was supposed to be paying attention. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm really the only mobile gamer. That, that's kind of wild because I was actually just Googling it while you guys were talking. There are more mobile gamers and more money in mobile gaming than PC plus console combined. Wait, what? And mobile gaming is the fastest growing section of the gaming market so it's not a surprise to me that we're seeing this big shift of things toward mobile that does not surprise me in the least i fully understand why people are pressing back against this i don't know if you guys perused the youtube comments at all it is 100 percent anti arc light rumble people are not happy about this you know what you know what people are gonna play and they're gonna make a lot of money off it they're going to make a lot of money. And I will say, this isn't totally just devil's advocate to what you guys are saying. I think that there are elements of this game that are going to be a lot of fun. I really loved Clash, Ro- Clash Royale. I played Clash Royale for a very long time. And the biggest downside is that that game only had PvP. You only battled against another person. Yeah. And to Blizzard's credit, they have what looks to be a massive single-player campaign. And they do have the battle modes where you can play against other people or against bots. It has raids where you can do them solo or you can run them with your other buddies that are in your guilds. You know, Clash Royale has its own guild system as well, so that's not anything new. And for a free-to-play game, Blizzard is not putting in a stamina or like an energy meter. Because I hate when free-to-play games let you play and you run out of lightning bolts and now you have to wait until two hours pass to play again or Give you $2. have to buy yes yeah so in this game they did say you're gonna be able to play as much as you want 
You can just keep running. You can play it 24-7 if you want. The only limiting factor into progression is leveling your characters and kind of like grinding that out and, you know, maybe beefing up your team or whatever. I do think that it looks fun. I think I will absolutely play it. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit more upbeat about it than most. I think the only thing I find disappointing is that this is the clearest sign that Blizzard's no longer paving the way. They are now following what other developers are doing, and they don't really mm. seem like pioneers in the industry anymore. It, it's definitely a cash grab. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. If it's a fun cash grab, that's fine. I'll, I'll play it for free, and I just won't spend a dime. I have no problem grinding out for experience in these kinds of games. Yeah, so here's... Go ahead, Michael. You know, it's just kind of funny because I... So full disclosure, I have nothing against mobile games. Like, if this game... If, if Paul, if you're going to sit here and tell me, you know, a month after you're playing, you're like, this, I'm having a blast, a lot of fun, I'd probably be happy to check it out. Just typically, if I want to sit down and play a game, I'm going to play it on my console or my PC, or I'm going to peruse social media or something like that. And so I will say that when I looked at the videos and the gameplay and stuff, I'm like, it looks kind of interesting, but it's a mobile game, so I probably won't think about it. But if it is really fun, maybe I will. But that's the one thing, is that when I think of mobile gaming, I think of um, those games, like, I, I don't know what it was called. It was a couple of years ago. I sucked into... I, I did get sucked into a mobile game where you're supposed to like build your towns and stuff and you like it, like farm stuff and all that and then all of a sudden i found myself throwing 20 bucks a day at this game because i was impatient and tired of waiting <laughs> for things and i'm like okay i should probably not play mobile games so i do like that you mentioned that point about not having the stamina meter and so forth because i i do i get that there's going to be elements where they're going to want to sell you things. But at the same point, I don't like it when you have to do those things or you can't play your mobile game for like 14 hours. Yeah. And uh, they did eliminate any kind of pay-to-win in the PvP side of things. So okay. they said when you play, it is standardizing the level where they all go back to default. So you can pay... And you can level up all of your minis as much as you want for the PvE content. So if you want to pour hundreds of dollars so you don't have to grind, you can. But it's not going to affect the PvP. So I feel like if you're going to make this kind of game, it does seem like it's the right stuff. But people are just not happy. I think it's hard to swallow when you see Diablo Immortal and now you're seeing Warcraft Arclight Rumble. The Overwatch 2 beta has been kind of tepidly received, which we're going to cover in our next deep dive. So I, I think people are, for the most part, just really worried about Blizzard, which I think is fair. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think I think that criticism, uh, aside from all of the political uh, sure, workplace, hu humanitarian stuff. type stuff, we won't get into on this. But right. yeah, I mean, I, I do think people are worried about Blizzard and for good reason. I know we need to move on. The one thing I, I love me a good tower defense game, honestly, and I, you know, the tower offense shtick, whatever it is. I like, I think I'd still really enjoy that. I'm going to try this. I'm actually a little scared that I might enjoy it. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I, they've at least done enough to, to pique my interest for somebody that does not play mobile games. I don't think I care about this at all. But maybe it's interesting enough that I would be willing to at least try it like once. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, under full expectation that I'm going to go, yep, that's what I thought. But maybe not. I don't but at the maybe same it's point, fun. you heard it here first, folks. Josh is terrified at the idea of having fun. 
I oh no, just mobile gaming. <laughs> I, I got I'm a reputation to uphold here, buddy. That's true. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm just proud I got Josh to play Retro Bowl, which is like Josh's only approved mobile game. I wonder. So at I, least, at I, least I think we got I that finally took that off my phone. But that game sat on my phone for <laughs> for the longest that any game has ever been on my phone. Oh, Ooh. good old Retro Bowl. That's a I great one. Did enjoy a mobile game now that you i played oregon trail like four years ago on my phone it was a mobile version of it and i was like i'm playing oregon trail so uh, maybe i do like mobile gaming just don't do it often <laughs> nice all right so i know that we're kind of quickly running out of time i think we're only going to have time to cover one more story here but v rising is a game that we have talked about on the show if you don't remember this is the vampire themed game that is like kind of a combination of survival, crafting, open world type Live stuff. Combat. It has yeah. yeah, yeah, and it has an isometric view and it's made by Stunlock Studios, who did Battle Right, which Josh and I absolutely loved. We trust that this is a studio that knows how to make good, fluid, fun and interesting combat. And V Rising is going to be releasing to early access on May 17th. There was another developer update, which they have been releasing periodically, and it provided a deeper look at some of the features. But I think what we mostly saw that we're going to want to talk about is the role of your castle. So, Josh, uh, assuming that you read up on this, do you want to tell the people a little bit about what we learned? Of course I read up on this, Paul. I'm a professional. <laughs> no, I'm actually hyped for V Rising. So any news that they release about the game, I, I definitely have interest in. This one that they, they did, it, it really focused on the castle that you can build um, and kind of some of the purposes that the castle will hold other than just cosmetic type stuff. They didn't get into a lot of the details. It was more just a video that they kind of showed some of the different uh, looks that people can have their castle make. It showed your vampire running through like, I don't know, 10 different castles, you know, that people had built and stuff like that. Um, I, I am famously not a builder. We were talking about that a little bit before the episode. You guys have trolled me on my Valheim building. <laughs> uh, I don't do it in Rust. I'm just not a builder. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a PVP or kind of guy. Um, but I will say this is that if you're going to role play a vampire, you at least have to have a cool vampire castle, which is what it really looks like they are allowing you to do in V Rising. It looks like they do have a fully built out kind of building system. They show your vampire with some like wavy, colorful lines coming out, and he's placing archways and walls and making the castle and stuff like that. But then what I thought was really neat and actually reminded me a little bit about Valheim. And if they go the Valheim route, then I'm 100% in on this building. Because when you built in Valheim, you had to build like a workbench and you had to build uh, like an armor table and, and a forge and things like that. And as you built these things, they unlocked progression. They unlocked items that you could craft and things like that. I am 100% behind that kind of building. If you're telling me, Josh, go out, find the materials to build a forge. And once you do, now you can build this equipment for your guy or you can upgrade other things, almost like tech trees. I love that stuff. I love that progression system. And in V Rising, it looks like they have that. There's there was one where you're running through kind of like your laboratory, and there's like crackling lab equipment. And then there's another one where you see like these big looms, and it looks like they're weaving capes or something like that. Uh, there's one where there's a room full of coffins, and you see some servants kind of rise out of the coffin. 
and then stand next to your vampire where it's like, oh, maybe that's how I recruit help at my castle to go do various things. Like they showed an awful lot in this like two minute video, but I, it's got me very interested to see the route that they're going to go. And I really hope that they follow that kind of Valheim route where what you do in your castle actually affects the game itself and isn't just fully cosmetic. I am intrigued by this one for sure. And for a lot of what you just talked about, Josh, but I'm also very scared because when it comes to games, when you can do any kind of building, I fall so far down the rabbit hole. It's a problem. It's like my character creation. Like when I go and do character creation, I'm like, okay, we'll play this game for four and a half hours now and I can hit the start button because I made my character look like I wanted it to be like, you know. Um, I, I remember I could tell a quick anecdote real fast is that we were playing the game called Atlas, which is another, you know, it's it's like Ark. If you've played Ark, Atlas is basically Ark, but on boats and pirate ships and islands and stuff. And um I told my friends when we were playing, I'm like, hey, guys, I got an idea for a base. Let me build it out. I'll get it all done. I'll get it all set up. And then after like a week of literally logging in for like six hours a night, my friends are like, listen, we don't know how to approach you with this, but other people would like to build stuff too. And you're saying no, because you are trying to control the building experience. Because I'm like, because I have a plan. I've got a vision. It's so, <laughs> I get way into building. Um, and so I, I hope it's one of those where the building actually is strategic, like you said, and actually matters and there's important parts about it. But I mean, but also it's got vampires. And now I'm a vampire builder. I, I, I think it looks interesting. I'm intrigued. I, I, I will potentially check this one out. Well, this has a lot of other stuff that is really cool because it is certainly not just simply cosmetic. So first of all, your castle is where you will do all of your crafting. And Josh can testify that one of my biggest complaints in Rust is that I was the one who had the recipes and I always had to sit around for a long time because you can't wander away from your base. It, it, it takes longer to do crafting and you have to be next to the right workbench and things like that. In V Rising, you will be able to just set whatever you want to craft, and the magic of your castle will take care of it for you. So they're making these things a little bit more automatic, which I think is a huge quality of life improvement. But what I think is most interesting is the fact that you will be able to go around and raid other vampires' castles. So your castle will have a castle heart that you have to keep stocked with a certain amount of blood. So you're going to have to go out, you have to harvest enough blood as a vampire and put it into your castle. And as long as you have blood pumping through your castle heart, it provides your castle with defense and it makes it very difficult for somebody to raid, but somebody will be able to do it. So this is very similar to the upkeep system in Rust. And as other people's castles run out of blood, they will start to decay. So I did not really think there would be this kind of element of potentially gathering resources and breaking into other vampires' homes and looting their gear. But that's going to be part of V Rising. I was already hyped about this game, and this just takes it to another level. I feel like like I'm really going to lobby hard that this be our next deep dive after oh, we wow. do the I, Oh, there we go. I'm yeah. in for that for yeah. sure. It's early access. We don't know how much content there's going to be in early access. They did say that raiding somebody else's castle would be very hard. It would require uh, pretty rare components and still be difficult. Like you really have to be focused on trying to do this. We don't know what the rewards are going to be either. Like if you right. break in, like can you raid everything? Can you just maybe steal their blood? Like we don't know that stuff yet. But the fact that they're thinking that route 
tells me that they're on the right path. An open world survival-ish game, we know the combat's going to be phenomenal because it's from the people that made Battle Right, and they've shown combat that looks very similar to Battle Right. So that has me super hyped already. But now we're getting a glimpse at the survival elements. They showed you chopping down trees and gathering stuff. And then you're building this phenomenal castle and the castle looks great. Yeah. It does. Again, I, I don't care about building. My castle is going to be ugly. I can tell you that, <laughs> but you know, but if this is the route they're going to where they're saying, look, you can go out in the world, you can combat, you can forage, you can do survival stuff. You can gather resources to upgrade your castle. Oh, and by the way, you can do it where you can raid other people's castles. Does that mean that there's going to be live PvP? Because if so, right. which I think there is, yeah. this sounds like an amazing game. And this is there's a reason that we keep talking about V Rising, because it might just hit all of those points. And if it does, this game is going to be phenomenal. Have no fear, my friend. Your castle is going to be beautiful because I'm going to build it for <laughs> us. Um, also, Ed, uh, Paul, you just mentioned a minute ago about the castle heart and the blood pumping through it. When I first yeah. read that, I thought it was a metaphor. And I'm like, oh, there oh. actually is blood flowing yeah. through this castle. Okay, I'm yeah. clever. That's you, interesting. You are a vampire after <laughs> right, all. Right, so. right. <laughs> but that's why I thought it was a metaphor because I'm like, oh, blood flowing through the It's I, I am, uh, like I said, the first thing that I said about this game is, is my closing thoughts. I am intrigued. So, yeah. I want to check yeah, it out. I, I'd say more than anything else, this is the one game that I'm hyped for. And I think it's going to be an absolute blast. And especially if we start throwing in running as a group and roaming, yep. fighting other people or raiding other castles, whatever it might be. This is really speaking my language. I really hope that it takes some of the best elements of Rust and it takes some of the elements of Battle Right and just kind of adds it all together in that isometric, you know, perspective and I I couldn't be more excited. I, I will definitely to suck pick your this blood. one. Up. Sorry, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I nice. could not do it. Yeah, I'll pick it up too. We'll play this game. Yeah, I think we'll start this one on 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 release May 17th unless we hear any really bad news after it, it first releases. Well, it's early access release. It's not fully yeah. released, but do we actually know the the actual release date? For V Rising, didn't they say it was going to be 2022? Because we forgot to actually mention that in our games that were hyped about episode. That's right. Because because Legendary Jake had actually said, "Hey guys, you didn't mention V Rising," and I thought you guys were really hyped for that. And we all went like, "Oh, I forgot about V Rising." So I think it's slated for 2022. Um, we just don't know how much content's going to be there for the early access. But I am very excited to get my hands on this game for the early access. Do we have to watch four hours of a random Twitch streamer? Or, no, you just got to pay money, which is the right way to go. <laughs> yeah, right? Like uh, time versus money. Sometimes I'm like, just let me pay for the game and play it. Give me a guarantee there. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone knows when it'll officially release. This is going to be like Rust, Josh. It's going to be an early access for six right? years. And then it's it, okay with me. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be roughly a full game at release. I'm, I'm fairly I'm fine with that. I'm They're okay going to add that. more down the road. Isn't yeah. it funny that sometimes early release means like, whoa, this game's barely playable. Like Baldur's Gate 3. Right. right. And then other early release where it's like uh, Satisfactory. Satisfactory is still an early access. And that is one very complete, amazing game. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, why are you guys still calling this early access at this point? I just mentioned Atlas. It's been out for like seven years. It hasn't technically released. It's in yeah. early release. And I'm like, they're never actually going to release it. The game's been out. It's had like 19 patches. Okay, I think it's fine. just an I think it's just an industry secret. You just yeah. slap early access and anything that doesn't work, 
That's what you blame. <laughs> you write you just say, that's well, it's an early access. We're still yeah, working yeah. on it. It's a built-in excuse. And I think that's why people like releasing with that label. I, I don't I, I don't think they're like holding anything back on V Rising, but I, I could be wrong. Oh, perfect. So we can just say that Battlefield 2042 is an early release. That's what's wrong with it. Uh, pretty much. I mean, that's kind of what these people fall back yeah. on, but there's no fix in 2042. No. Right. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta gotta let that one go. All right. Well, we are all done here for today for This Week in Gaming. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, if you wanted to check out our Patreon page, you can go to MultiplayerSquad.com. We'd also love to have you guys follow us on socials at MultiplayerPod. And you can also talk to me, Josh, and Michael, along with other listeners of the show on Discord. It is open and available to everybody, completely free. And there's a link to that in the episode description. And then we will be back with a quick take episode on Saturday. And then the following Monday, you will have a deep dive on the Overwatch 2 beta. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, And let's not forget that by the time this episode releases, that means our first of the new uh, subscriber only episodes, (laughs) which we've dubbed the Squadcast, is now out and ready for listening and it it's a good one man uh, yeah. least, that one was a lot of fun i was about to say like if you've ever thought about supporting the show i know shameless plug here right um it's a great time to do it like we had a lot of fun putting together that content and i think you guys are going to absolutely love it yeah yeah and it's a nice long one for you guys so it's a 40 minute episode with all three of us we think you guys will really enjoy it And that's it for now. So happy gaming to everyone. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you all on Saturday. Yeah, I hate saying goodbye, but it means I get to look forward to the next time I say hello. Cheers, everyone. (laughs) I got to go recruit the Black Knight now, guys. So (laughs) I hate to say goodbye, but I love to watch you leave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye.